everyone this is your host kunal singh welcome to the mindfulness solar show in today's episode we will be talking about the on the specific topic of your know, mental health that is for the transformation of mind and life and in today's episode we have a very guest special person with us who spent his childhood in india itself and have a lot of memories from this country uh, by the by the way i'll just like let you know that he's a typical going up his life in entirely in you know in 20s he spent his life in india but later on you know he just shifted to minnesota that is in us uh, so you know he suffered from mental illness and uh, you know at a point of time was there when his own mind became his enemy he, you know he was quite very restless very anxiety going with anxious thoughts and there was a point when he was very much depressed that he was on a suicidal path so that was his darkest phase of his life but you know one of his close friends as everyone of his his name is sharab you know who introduced him the concept of mindfulness and that you know literally changed his life and today he is serving you know many of the lives he has brought a great transformation and recently he has published his book i'll be just mentioning the links in the description so you can you know just go on to amazon and just check it out and download it please and buy it so uh, his name is jampa rajukure and currently he is with us so kindly welcome him so jampa you are most welcome to this show so you know uh, just uh, let me let us know about yourself yeah first of all uh, i want to say uh, thank you kunal singh for uh, giving me the opportunity today uh, for this uh, mindful uh, important interview and uh, i feel really honored to be uh, on your uh, podcast show today and i really appreciate uh, you too for also you know uh, sharing the importance of mindfulness uh, in our world and uh, mental health how important it is and a little bit about myself as you have mentioned a little bit i was uh, i'm originally a tibetan and my parents are from tibetan and uh, I was uh, born and raised in uh, uh, India due to the Chinese government invaded our country Tibet and our uh, leader his holiness the 14th Dalai Lama had to fled to India and my parents also uh, followed along and I uh, was born in South India uh, and uh, at the age of uh, 10 I uh, moved to uh, Minnesota and uh, from there on uh, as uh, age of uh, 26 you know uh, i was going through this uh, mental illness uh, some new symptoms that i didn't uh, know what it was uh, before so that's a little bit about uh, myself and uh, should i continue on or yes yes please yes you can continue okay so yeah as uh, you know uh, moving here i was 10 years old then you know i was having the best uh, moment life in the uh, united states minnesota and uh, having all the freedom and I was hanging out with my friends I had a full time job and uh, I was going to the gym working out you know I was living with my parents living a, a happy free life mm-hmm. but uh, with that together I had so much freedom and uh, you know to the point where I was so busy always you know going to work in the morning going to gym after work and uh, hanging out with my friends at night time and you know I never uh, had uh, any time for myself and then at age of 26 i started having this uh symptoms of uh, uh my mind was racing all over the place i was having 
uh, panic attack. I was getting nervous, anxious, and uh, to the point, you know, I uh, was having these new symptoms. At the point, I didn't realize what it really was. And then uh, one day, I, you know, had this thought about uh, just uh, ending my life, and uh, I thought, you know, of losing hope and just giving up anymore. Uh, life in life because uh, I couldn't, you know, handle this pressure of anxiety and panic attack and racing mind. So it was just too much stress and depressed uh, bundled up together. And at the time, you know, I didn't know a uh, mental health doctor, psychiatrist, or psychologist existed at the time. And there was a resource of medication at the time. So my only resource was uh, my good friend, and I. Uh, mentioned to him regarding about my uh, mental illness, and he recommended me to uh, YouTube uh, this uh, mindfulness teacher uh, named Mingyu Rinpoche. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching YouTube, uh, learned how to, you know, uh, practice mindfulness meditation, and I practiced every day. I took notes, and uh, in between, I also, you know, I listened to His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama, who is another. Uh, mindfulness uh, teacher in our society, and uh, I read many of his books, and uh, I learned uh, Mingyur Rinpoche meditation. Basically, was uh, to calm my mind, to uh, through you know uh, putting my mind focus on my breathing and uh, calming my mind. And His Holiness the Fourteenth Dalai Lama mind training was analytical mind training, which means uh, sharpening the mind. You know, looking at the situation. Uh, from different angles instead of uh, looking from one angle and uh, that really helped me and uh, also I practiced uh, His Holiness the Dalai Lama's uh, compassion by giving food to the birds and you know uh, giving food to the birds also you know helped me put my self-ego to the side and putting the birds first that also you know I trained my mind and uh, also instead of thinking about myself only and it gave me the opportunity to think about the birds because these birds are you know are just like us you know they desire to be happy they have family so all these you know are, are two uh, mindfulness trainers and training really helped me and uh, after a year later I was uh, you know able to overcome my mental illness and it has been looking back now 10 years I uh, overcame all my mental illness. I don't have any more anxiety, no more panic attack, no more depression. And of course, I have anger here and there. You know, being a human being, we have this emotion of anger. But, you know, uh, back in the day when I had anger, the anger stayed with me for hours and days and weeks. But nowadays, even though I have anger, but it doesn't stay more than, you know, uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes or 20 <laughs> minutes. It doesn't stay with me <laughs> uh, forever. And, you know, in between, uh, after that, you know, I decided to uh, write a book, you know. I thought to myself, you know, why not share my st- a story to the world? Because uh, I feel, you know, a uh, reading story of His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama, Mingyu Rinpoche, and also mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle, you know, he's also another mindfulness yeah. spiritual teacher. Yeah. And uh, from them, you know, I learned about this uh, mindfulness from their book, and uh, they helped millions of people. So I thought to myself, why not, you know, write a book and also share my story to the world so I can let other people know that if I can overcome my mental illness, mm-hmm. uh, so can others. So, Jappa uh, would just like to, uh, you know, uh, I have just seen your interviews on YouTube that, you know, 
that you were mentioning that in back then in your days you were not having that access to a professional therapist or you know you just talk that you didn't out have that access that you can go and see a psychiatrist or psychologist so uh, if we you know bring that condition right now in present as well there are a lot of people across the world they do not have the financial access they do not have this access to see a psychologist or a therapist so uh, you know Uh, what is your uh, uh, what is your view point that you still believe that it can be you know uh, a depression a suicidal part or anxiety can it be overcome by practicing mindfulness or do one needs to see only a professional psych- psychiatrist to say this right what do you believe on this part because as you have you know as you overcame this thing without any uh, you know professional guidance nothing like that so do you still believe because a lot of uh, stigma is there in the society if one goes with the mental issues so they have to see a psychiatrist they have to see a psychologist to you know just get it up what do you believe on this thing? that's a very good question kunal singh that you just brought up because uh, another you know a uh, uh, point in our world uh, we are going through this you know uh, low class and high class and lot of you know people out there uh, going through poverty you know they don't yes. have that access that you just mentioned which is very saddening in our world you know mm-hmm. and uh, i truly believe you know for my own uh, you know experience you know i wasn't that i didn't have the access i had that access but it was more of you know i didn't know there was a you know a resource uh, uh, for you know psychiatrists or psychologists mm-hmm. but you know uh, that being said uh, from my own experience you know I overcame my mental illness uh, through uh, watching YouTube uh, mindfulness meditation mm-hmm. and also you know reading books about you know mindfulness uh, meditation so I truly believe you know if I can overcome without seeing a psychiatrist you know and without seeing a psychologist or without taking any psych medication I truly believe that people can overcome their mental illness they don't have to Uh, you know a seek a psychiatrist or psychologist if they have access you know uh, mm-hmm. then you should seek a psychiatrist or psychologist but as you mentioned there are many uh, poor people out there you know they don't have that you know a uh, financial uh, they can you know afford it but i truly believe from youtube channel uh, that you can learn this uh, mindfulness meditation but you must uh, take this you know uh, uh, study a uh, practice uh, just like you know as we do physical hygiene you see we wake up in the morning we wash our face we brush our teeth you know uh, <laughs> we wash our hands but uh, when was the last time you know uh, do we wash our you know mind mm-hmm. so that's the question you have to ask yourself you know that's the main reason that you know practicing this mindfulness meditation you can learn it just like you w- learn how to wash your hands your physical hygiene so mm-hmm. and it's the same thing basically mindfulness meditation is something that you know uh, you don't need a, a lot of education background what you need is a consistent a practice daily and for myself you see i practice mindfulness meditation uh, four times a day one in the morning when i wake up mm-hmm. and uh, one uh, at my break time at uh, you know at lunch time at my uh, on break time i get one hour break time so i do 5 minutes mindfulness meditation because i have to feed my mind too you know we have to understand that yeah. we feed our physical body but when was the last time did you feed your mind <laughs> and then yeah. i do another then then i do another mindfulness meditation after work in my car 
mm-hmm. and uh, the reason is because you know at work we go through we use a lot of our uh, minds uh, thinking at work and after work you know i take myself do another 5 a minute mindfulness to wash my mind because i don't want to take that emotion from work to home so that way it doesn't affect my family at home mm-hmm. and then i do another mindfulness meditation before i go to sleep mm-hmm. and that's one of the main important thing the morning and the uh, sleep before you uh, go to bed Mm-hmm. because morning when you wake up in the morning your mind is fresh just mm-hmm. like they say you know lots of uh, uh lots of doctors say that your breakfast is one of the most important uh food of the day yes and same thing you know mindfulness meditation is uh one of the most important food that you can feed your mind in the morning yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> and then before going to bed they say you know it is very important to brush your teeth and floss your teeth Yes. so that way you know you can keep your teeth clean uh, so same thing you know it is important to wash your mind before you go to bed at night time mm-hmm. and at night time you know what i do is i do this mindfulness meditation and at the end i look back at my day you know from morning to afternoon to night time you know when did my negative emotion came up when did i get angry when did i get upset you know why did i get upset you know mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what can i do the next day you know to overcome this you know uh, negative emotions then i tell myself to forgive learn and practice you know how can i forgive myself how mm-hmm. can i forgive the other people you know mm-hmm. uh, that i had negative emotions or that they had negative emotions of me so that being said you know all these three things uh, we have to practice in mindfulness consistently you can learn from youtube you can learn from reading books so there's a lot of mindfulness teacher trainers on uh a youtube that you can uh learn also and i know in india there's a uh, mindfulness teacher named sadguru i don't know if you know him yeah yeah sadguru is it yes he is yeah. a very one of the famous mindfulness teacher and i also uh watch his uh uh, uh youtube channels also mm-hmm. and I, yeah and i also watch sandeep sandeep is another sandeep maheshwari is uh, yes another yes mindfulness yeah. trainer yeah. so you know Yeah there's a lot you can learn from these you know mindfulness uh, teachers and uh, and the I from myself you know my own experience once again I didn't see a psychiatrist I didn't see a psychologist I didn't take any medication mm-hmm. but you have to have this consistency uh, of practice every day not you know uh, just doing you know once a week or once a month I, I don't think that will help you you have to be consistent every day and the importance mm-hmm. of it So uh, recently you published your book on transformation of mind and life okay so i have read that book and i believe that people will go through it and they'll just come to know so in this book book is specifically as you have talked about mengjur rinpoche's breathing single pointed meditation and dalai lama's analytical meditation so can you just give a more clear idea exactly what does that mean when you uh say talk about you know breathing single point meditation and when you talk about analytical point um, meditation what is what is exactly so basically single point in meditation uh it's uh it what it is is we get about uh 30 to 40000 thoughts a day mm-hmm. so single pointed uh, mindfulness meditation uh helps our mind uh, to focus on things for instance if we are driving you know on a street you know when we are driving on a street you know we have to make sure our mind is single pointed if you want to get from here 
you know a, a, a point A to a point B from here to your work or from here to you know some destination you have to know you know the direction of to get to the destination so that's what a single pointed uh, mindfulness meditation does it gets you to that uh, destination with having a calm focused mind mm-hmm. and basically you know taking deep breath in through your nose out from your mouth and concentrating your mind uh, on your breathing and your thoughts you will have thoughts you know going to another place another direction and you know slowly bringing uh, your thoughts and your mind back to the breathing and telling yourself to you know stay calm uh, focus on your calm breathing don't worry about the future you know uh, the future is not here yet don't worry about tomorrow don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow the next month the next year you know let's focus single pointedly calmly peacefully on your uh, breathing and then don't worry about you know what happened in the past you know past is past it happened already it's experience you forgive learn and practice and then tell yourself you know to bring your mind you know uh, back to your breathing uh, once again so that's the thing upon it uh, mindfulness uh, meditation training mm-hmm. and then uh, analytical mindfulness meditation what it is uh, basically you know uh, let's say you're driving again you're trying to get point a to point b from here to work Mm-hmm. Let's say there is a you know accident uh, uh, on the road. If there's an accident on the road, if you drive through the accident, what's going to happen? <laughs> You're yeah, definitely you are a crash, car, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of you don't want to go straight and you know uh, uh, get into the accident, you want to turn right or you want to turn left, take another direction. So that's what analytical mind training is. Uh, that what I learned from His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. basically what it is is looking at your situation from different angles okay so let's say you wake up in the morning you know you say you know uh, oh today i'm so upset i'm so tired i'm so angry i'm just fed up with my life you know mm-hmm. i have to go to work i have to deal with my coworkers you know that looking from one direction now look doing your analytical mind training mm-hmm. okay you know i'm getting i'm up today even though i have to go to work you know even though you know i have to deal with my coworkers but you know looking from uh north looking from south you know i'm very thankful to have a job you know mm-hmm. because of job you know the job is giving me the you know opportunity to uh, train my mind it's giving me the opportunity to exercise my mind my brain and my body because you go to work you're moving your body you're yeah. you know talking to people you're socializing you know what i mean and then you know looking from another side looking from east you know uh your job is to giving you the opportunity to help other people you know what i mean mm-hmm. so from that compassion uh, thoughtful and looking from west you know because of your job because of the interconnection because of the cause and condition mm-hmm. because of your job you're getting paid from the job mm-hmm. you know the job pay is basically uh, you know saving your life your family's life you know because mm-hmm. it's providing you the financial balance you know it's putting food on your table it's paying for your rent mm-hmm. it's paying for you know uh your clothes you know it's paying for basically your own survival so that's what an analytical mind training is you know looking from different angles of situation instead of uh, looking from one situation and that's one of the main problems that i was facing before too and a lot of people are facing i believe because we only look from one direction mm-hmm. and when we look from one direction only we see the situation are uh, really really worse that we cannot handle you know and then we start pointing fingers at other people you know we start starting finger uh, pointing fingers at our coworkers our boss our managers 
our kids, our wives, and our husbands, and you know, the fire just boils up even more like a volcano. <laughs> that, doesn't, uh, that doesn't help the situation. So that's that's the difference between these two uh, mindfulness training. Okay, okay. So, uh, if we see at present, you know, this COVID scenario came up, you know, somewhere from the middle, very middle, no one expected that it was going to happen. So, it is there now. There is a pandemic, and we have lost billions of lives across the globe. Okay, and uh, during this pandemic, this issue of mental health, you know, mental illness. it rose from 0 to 100 millions of people are suffering from you know anxiety part it is all what we call the mental effect they believe that you know there is no purpose to life it's it's among the youths itself you know back then uh, when it happened to you in your in your particular age so that was a mid age you know between 24 25 and it's it's more among these people so wh- why do you believe that that uh, it's happening among the youths why why they are thinking that you know there is no meaning to life uh, i am not feeling something motivated i am i am i am not feeling worthless to this life there is no meaning to this life i am so what is uh, you know the core reason behind all these things and how would you address that no there is a hope there is a, it is it is a part of life that you have to go through to understand yourself what what's your take point on this Yeah so basically uh, you know first of all uh, my uh, condolences uh, goes prayers uh, condolences and prayers goes to family uh, who have uh, been you know uh, touched by the covid and who have lost millions of uh, uh, lives of their family members you know it is a very uh, a new uh, challenge that we are, are going through uh, with the situation Mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, once again you know uh, looking from uh, analytical mind training point of view uh, for my own self you know uh, as i have mentioned in my book as you know i believe you know when i lost my father mm-hmm. uh, at a young age uh, he was uh, only 61 years old you know mm-hmm. and when when i was going through that situation uh, you know uh, I basically did analytical mind training you know what I told tell uh, told myself was that you know even though I'm going through this situation mm-hmm. uh losing my father uh, to you know a uh, sickness at an early age mm-hmm. but I you know uh looking for analytical mind training I told myself you know uh from this situation you know I'm going to uh try my best to overcome my situation mm-hmm. so uh that you know uh, from that point I was really Uh, more motivation you know to help others mm-hmm. uh, because you know there are other people you know that have also you know lost their uh, families or what not you know uh, if i can overcome you know loss of my uh, father i believe you know uh, that i can help other people too it gave me more motivation mm-hmm. uh, from that point of view and then you know uh, another thing you know during the pandemic uh, pandemic of this crisis of covid-19 uh, i was you know uh, The first month uh, it was kind of first few months was kind of tough because you know everyone the news was spreading all over the place and I was you know watching a lot of news and then you know I uh, became you know a little bit of uh, uh, worried about the situation and then you know I uh, basically you know stopped watching the news so I think one of the main problem people are getting anxious and worried about the situation because of watching too much news you know 
mm-hmm. only thing the news shares is you know this and this the numbers of people got sick and you know passed away uh so that's you know that's the that's the other thing i noticed watching too much news uh, does not help uh your uh, anxiety or your anxious and then you know at that point of covid-19 you know uh i was you know uh i decided to focus myself on compassion altruism i decided to focus more on my book you know i told myself you know at this time of a crisis you know this is a great opportunity for me to even serve people even more at this time because people are going through even more suffering so you know putting others first no matter what situation you're going through if you always put others first if you practice compassion if you practice altruism i believe you get that motivation of helping others because during the time of pandemic uh, pandemic you know uh, covid-19 i was able to finish my book you know i was focused on my book you know that uh, to help others so i wasn't worried about you know when i'm going to get covid when i'm going to get sick when i might you know pass away you know mm-hmm. i was focused about oh my book you know how can i help other people you know going through mental illness how can i help people who are going through a covid crisis with mental illness mm-hmm. so i truly believe you know looking from that point of a strong compassion altruism serving other people uh that will also help overcome your mental illness and then also you know looking from one side of this situation of covid-19 one time you know uh i was walking outside you know uh heading to work and i had my mask on you know as i was walking to work i you know uh wanted to get some fresh air i took off my mask and got some fresh air mm-hmm. and from that you know point it gave me another new lesson maybe you know i told my i thought to myself i told myself maybe this covid-19 is telling us we have to take care of our global warming environment you know yeah. we have the mask on right now because of the covid mm-hmm. what about when this global warming hits really really high Mm-hmm. we have to put the mask on all the time <laughs> you know this covid-19 might be a sign you know yeah. here to teach us tell us the lesson that we got to take care of our global warming environment too mm-hmm. if we don't sooner or later we'll be wearing the mask again and maybe all the time mm-hmm. so that's a, you know another way that i look at from positive uh, point of view and uh, I believe if everyone who ever is going through this you know covid-19 crisis uh uh you know doing the analytical mind training you know keep telling your mind uh, yourself your mind to think positive and you know uh, once again uh, you have to practice daily mindfulness practice and look to the positive side and what can you do to help serve others you know what i mean right now at this point uh, you know in the hospital environment mm-hmm. lots of nurses lots of doctors you know are sacrificing their own life too you know yes, some yes. are losing their life some are worried some are not you know some are out there they because they're out there you know they can easily say i don't want to work today you know they can easily say you know i have the risk but you know they risk their life because of their strong motivation to help other people and serve other people mm-hmm. so i think you know having this strong a uh, strong mental positive side of compassion and helping and serving other people mm-hmm. uh, during this covid pandemic uh, uh, pandemic i think uh, it can give you a uh, strong uh, positive motivation uh, from my own experience mm-hmm. okay. so ajampa you know uh, uh, i i receive uh, lots of uh, emails you know regarding this mindfulness thing so i have collected few questions that you know uh, when people start to meditate uh, you know there is a belief that when you sit down to meditate you have to just focus on your breath and so that that is there 
but uh, they say that their mind goes restless when you start to practice the mindfulness meditation part for the first time so they do not see the benefit you know very easily so very often they they feel that you know i'll just uh, sit down to meditate all my thoughts will go away everything will be fine perfect so how would you just tackle on this thing that you know how would you just explain them that you know it takes persistent time it takes consistent action and it takes patience so how would you just uh, you know take on this uh first of all i would like to know those who have uh, uh, uh noticed their mind is going all over the place that's a very good sign that shows you know uh, it's the first sign that you notice that uh, your mind is going all over the place mm-hmm. which means uh, you know it means you are aware of uh, uh, that your mind is going all over the place that is the first step you know accepting yourself that your mind is going all over the place mm-hmm. now with mindfulness meditation you know uh, just like you know we all are born from a mother's womb you know what i mean yeah when yeah. we born from mother's womb we don't just walk and run away right what do we do first we first us you know we learn to crawl yes we actually before crawling we have to learn how to lift our neck yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we have to learn how to lift our neck you know it takes few months two months three months and the doctor also suggests you know the mothers the, the parents Uh, first you must you know teach your baby uh, put it on the tummy so that way they can learn how to lift the neck and the baby cries 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 and they keep you know trying 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 but after 2 3 months they learn how to you know lift their neck they they learn how to sit you know uh, uh put their head up and then after then you know uh, they learn how to crawl right basically uh when learning how to crawl uh basically uh you know uh when you crawl first you know the baby cries again and again and uh, we continue to you know train them and uh, they crawl again and again and then they become perfect they crawl really fast right and that takes you know a good uh, two to three months again right and then you know uh, after the crawling you know uh, and then uh, uh, the baby you know try to learn uh, how to uh, walk and basically you know learning how to crawl to walk you know once again first we the baby we take few steps the baby takes few steps the baby falls right and they get back up again right and we try to walk again 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 and again and then you know after 3 4 months you know we learn the baby learns how to walk right mm-hmm. so basically just like that that's what a mindfulness meditation is you know it takes time you know it takes time it might it, it took me a good month mm-hmm. of everyday consistent mindfulness meditation So just like that you know just like we learn how to you know lift our neck as we are born we learn how to crawl we learn how to you know walk and then we learn how to uh, run you know so that takes about a good year so mm-hmm. that being said it took me about a month after a month consistently meditation every day i uh, practiced every evening uh, sometimes in the morning uh, and after a month you know i felt this you know uh, uh, after doing 10 minutes meditation i felt this calmness in my mind i felt everything was empty all my negative emotions all my thoughts were gone mm-hmm. you know i found that a uh, peace of mind after a month of consistent uh, daily meditation mm-hmm. so from my own experience you know it takes time and you have to be patient like you said you know uh, and you have to be in a quiet place you know it is hard being in a quiet place 
uh, the best time when it's quiet is early in the morning when everyone yeah. is sleeping mm-hmm. and uh, the best time is everyone is uh, uh, in uh, you know uh, in bed so yeah. those are the uh, two times i would recommend if you are in a busy environment uh, to uh, have this practice and it does take time once again you know you have to ask yourself you know just like a baby you know they learn how to lift their neck they learn how to crawl and they learn how to walk that takes about a good year to two years so that being said mindfulness meditation takes time you have to be patient and that is the first you know a, a good sign noticing that your mind is wandering all over the place <laughs> if you don't notice that that means you're doing something wrong <laughs> yeah yeah that that, that is it so, yeah. so the next question realize realization yeah. yeah the awareness part is actually what you have said that it is it is very true that you know when you when you are aware that your mind is going this this your a lot of thoughts are popping up into your mind then it it shows a sign of you know awareness that you are aware about those thoughts that are arising in your mind so the next exactly, question yes. the next question uh, what we have is that you know uh, uh, still uh, i have received other question that you know uh i have practiced mindfulness meditation for 4 months and everything is going well and i was quite you know very uh, going with the anxiety part but still there are days that i feel very low i feel very dark i do not you know i i still feel worthless to this life uh, and i do not feel like doing this uh, these practices so have you you felt the same after because it is something that uh, you know It, it is never gone. It is there. It is always there with us. There are days that you won't be going with every of three, six, five days. That all days will be happy. All days will be very gloomy and very beautiful. There will be days that the days will be dark and low. So how would you just uh, address this thing? How should one, you know, keep on moving? I think you know, from my own experience, once again, you know, uh, with my own mindfulness meditation practice, and uh, with that together, I listened to uh, uh, His Holiness the Fourteenth Dalai Lama, uh, compassion and wisdom uh, speeches on YouTube, mm-hmm. and then I also, you know, listened to Sandeep. I listened to uh, uh, lots of other, you know, Eckhart Tolle, Mingyu Rinpoche, and uh, There are lots of you know uh, uh, Sadguru. There are lots of yeah. You know, there uh, are millions right mindfulness. now. Mindfulness, yeah, teachers. So I think the mindfulness meditation only it's not enough. You need to you know uh, uh, have another resource. You know, listen to uh, uh, other things uh, in your life too. You know, positive things. You know, and uh, if you you know uh, if you don't have enough resources, then it's tough. You know, if you just do mindfulness practice every day, then. Uh, you know you don't have enough uh, resources you know just uh, uh uh just like you know our physical body right we have two hands and two feet you know mm-hmm. and uh, you know we use all our two, we use two feet to you know walk you know it's hard to walk with one feet right mm-hmm. so that being said you know having this two feet you need to have uh, two or three four different resources you know mm-hmm. so a mindfulness meditation practice is good but at the same time Uh, what i did was i was reading books about you know uh, mindfulness meditation mm-hmm. uh, uh, trainers mm-hmm. and then i was also listen to a lot of you know speeches positive speeches uh, of mindful trainers as i have uh, just mentioned there is a lot of you know uh, mindfulness tra- trainers and also there is if you go to youtube you know uh, you can look up inspiration uh, motivation speeches also mm-hmm. so that's another thing i would uh, that's what i did from my own experience 
and the other thing is that thing you have to have a, a, a self a motivation you know why are you practicing mindfulness meditation you know if you're only practicing for yourself only uh, that might you know get you through a little bit of period of time but from my own self you know i you know before i do my practice i tell myself you know today i'm doing this mindfulness practice uh, not only for myself mm-hmm. but for all the 7 billion human beings in the world you know if i can you know overcome my own you know uh, uh, mental suffering so i can help uh, show other people so i think you have to have this strong self motivation before you do your mindfulness meditation you know why are you doing it uh, the motivation to you know help other people serve, serve other people so that will give you some sort of uh, positive uh, motivation and once again you know uh, i mentioned earlier some uh, basically kunal you know uh, i don't do only mindfulness meditation i also do mindfulness uh, meditation analytical meditation mm-hmm. <laughs> so that might be the difference maybe people are not doing the the analytical mind training meditation and jump uh, you know the, the, the same thing that happened with me as well i was you know during this pandemic thing i was going with the same kind of issues same mental illness was there, but literally as mingorin poche helped me dalai lama the same i was practicing as well and as of now things have literally changed the the most important benefit of this mindfulness training is that you know you start to develop compassion towards other people you start being compassionate you start seeing the world with a different perspective and i am very much happy that this what we uh, have a stigma in our society that when you suffer from any of the physical illness like cancer and whatsoever you are you know very open and you talk about this thing that you know this thing has happened to me but when it comes to your mental issues any of the mental you know when you go with anxiety or also all sort of mental stuff that people talk about they have a strong stigma that they do not open about it they have a uh, they they feel scared that when i you know just uh, open up with another people what perception will be developing towards me what is thought might be towards myself so how would you just uh, address to this point in the society that we are going to right now because it is it is something that that is very crucial that addressing and uh, letting people know that this is not something very you know hazardous thing that you cannot go out of it there is a problem for every of the solution is in the life and you know uh, i was listening to dalai lama he said that uh, if you have a problem you have a solution for it and if you do not find a solution for any of the problem that then then that is not any kind of problem so how would you just address to this thing? uh yeah basically you know uh, first of all uh, one of the main reasons uh, we are going through this you know mental illness is uh, because of lack of you know in our school education you know uh, mm. we have education about physical health we have education about importance of financial wealth we have education about you know computers doctors engineers and uh, you know uh, all these education but we are lacking the education about our uh, you know our mental health mm-hmm. as uh, his holiness the uh, 14th dalai lama mentions uh, we we need education about the mental hygiene mm-hmm. so i think that's the first uh, you know uh, the root cause of uh, we are going through this uh, uh, mental suffering because of lack of uh, uh, resource in our school system because you know uh, two things 
uh, two resources we get our education one is from our parents right mm-hmm. and second is from our school teachers yeah so if the school system doesn't have a education about mindfulness or mental health you know how can parents teach their kids right mm-hmm. so i think that's the first uh, root issue of this situation secondly you know if it's not taught in the school system uh, then you know people tend to you know uh, be shameful of uh, this thing of mental illness right mm-hmm. and it becomes a uh, uh, it becomes a you know a situation where people you know make fun of it or point fingers at it you know and uh, uh, that's another uh, situation we are going through uh, in our world mm-hmm. and then i uh, you know truly believe for myself once again you know uh, the reason i decided to came out with my book with my own mental illness once again uh, because of listening to his uh, holiness supporting dalai lama speech about compassion and serving other people so that's why you know for myself because of this strong compassion altruism service to others it gave me the motivation you know I don't care what people say about you know my mental illness. I don't care what the society says. I don't care what my culture says. I don't care what you know the world says about it. All I know is you know all I know is uh, I have a purpose, you know. The purpose mm-hmm. is to help serve other people, you know. As you have mentioned Dalai Lama said, you know, uh if there's a solution to the problem, you know, there is no need to worry. you know yeah i have i found a solution so i have nothing to worry i can share my solution to people right, right. if i have no solution to the problem you know there's no point for me to worry anymore right. so i believe you know that's the main important thing you have to have a strong willing that you know you're going to you have a purpose you know you want to help other people and uh, serve other people and then you know a uh, world health organization state 800,000 people uh take their own life uh, through suicide every year. Mm-hmm. That be that every 40 seconds, you know, one person, you know, ends their own life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that being said, you know, that is the reality, you know. So that's why from my book, my own sharing my own experience, you know, even though people might say, you know, things about me or my mental illness, you know, but you know, that is not, uh, you know, a bigger issue for me, you know. <laughs> my bigger <laughs> My bigger issue is those people, you know, 800,000 people every year who are passing away. You know, that is my priority. So I think you have to prioritize and uh, and uh, see, you know, which way which one is more important for yourself. Because uh, because uh, uh, it was it was same with me before until and unless I have practiced mindfulness. You know, I was very much uh, rushing towards this materialistic world that I need to earn this amount of money, this amount of money. But what what if in case, let's suppose that if you want to earn a certain amount of money, you have earned that certain amount of money, you are up to that thing. Then what is the next thing you are looking after it? People lack that thing in life because they do not have something to look after worth. But you know, when I have practiced this mindfulness, uh, the loving kindness, compassion, meditation, when I have learned that. now that i feel that there is much more purpose to life it's, it's not about yourself always it is about others as well you know you get a lot of pre- uh, pleasure when you help others when you serve others so th- this is this is something that the world needs to learn right now because it it won't be taught at school i believe 
very early or very soon it will take time in a schools to get it inculcated and incorporated like physical education is there jamba uh, another question is that people are often confused that if i am going to learn mindfulness i am going to learn buddhism what is it so you know you being from a tibetan culture how would you explain them then what is uh, difference between mindfulness and buddhism Yeah, no, well, you know, back to our conversation earlier, I just wanted to add, it, add one thing, you know, this, uh, there's a stat, uh, you know, uh, 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 research that states the uh, United States is one of the wealthiest countries uh, in the world. Uh, it's having one of the most suicide uh, rates and mental yeah. illness in yeah. our world. So that point that, you know, proves that people, uh, even though rich, they are wealthy, you know, uh, they are not satisfied. They are going to anxious, they are going to... unhappiness and suffering mm-hmm. so you know yeah. money is important in life but you know you know uh, at the end of the day you know like i mentioned earlier from morning to night time before you go to bed at night you know you have to count just like it's important it is you count how much money you have in the bank mm-hmm. before you go to sleep at night time you have to count you know uh, uh, how many times did you get angry how many times did you uh, uh, did you get happy you know did money keep you happy if it didn't then you have to you know <laughs> look for another resource right so that's yeah. another thing uh you have to uh, uh look at the situation uh, regarding to a material materialistic world and uh about money as well mm-hmm. now uh back to your question you just asked you know uh so basically you know uh, uh mind uh, meditation basically came from uh, old uh, indian about 2000 years ago yeah. from a nilander mm-hmm. uh, school of thought you know mm-hmm. uh, at that time basically you know uh, the teaching uh, basically it's, it's about you know uh, uh, training your mind that's what it was you know the root you know uh, the root seeds of this education is from india yeah yeah <laughs> and mm-hmm. then yeah and then after that it was passed on to you know uh, tibet mm-hmm. and uh, uh, so that being said you know uh, as far as you know uh, you don't have to be a, a buddhist to learn meditation you know basically you know uh, in buddhist uh, religion or culture uh, as far as faith you know you there is different uh, uh, types of uh, knowledge as when it comes to faith being a buddhist you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. meditation uh, meditation is something that everyone can practice you know yeah. just like yeah. compassion right yeah mm-hmm. just like compassion you know every religion every religion practice compassion you know at my work right now i have christian you know our co-workers i have you know uh muslim co-workers mm-hmm. i always talk to them we always share about you know a uh, compassion and mm-hmm. mindfulness a uh, mm-hmm. mind training you know mm-hmm. it doesn't matter we are different you know the religion uh culture background mm-hmm. but mindfulness meditation uh it's not about uh, a faith you know it's more about you know how can we uh, keep ourselves you know uh, mentally happy Mm-hmm. and uh, you know how can we help each other you know how can we learn from each other mm-hmm. so i think uh, that is the difference between uh, uh that uh meditation or uh buddhist religion faith you know mm-hmm. there is difference between uh, those two uh, categories mm-hmm. yeah. that, that that that's i think that would address everyone of everyone who are just you know have they are going with the confusion then what is the difference in mind that's pretty much answered so uh, the next question is that uh, you know uh, do you still uh, it's it's 
sort of i think the main reason for today's generation uh, i think the digital media is is a great source to reach out to people but contrary to that that you know there comes this instagram there comes this facebook thing if you use it in a healthy manner it is good but you know these platforms show you that uh, they always show the happy faces they never show that you know people are going through this suffering this suffering like we have talked so you are doing something very positive out of it but still there are people across the globe that they use this platform social media thing the instagram thing to show their happy faces so when people see those kind of stuffs they create a difference between them and between themselves that you know they, these people are there across the globe that they are very happy they are doing very good things are very good in their life and things are pretty much bad in my life they start to develop comparison do you think that this is also a reason for the mental suffering because when you see others very happy you start to develop uh, a comparison with themselves these social media platforms tell you that you need, you need to be something which you are not right now so you you believe that this is also a problem of such kind of issues yeah i believe you know uh like you mentioned you know you know depend you know if you eat uh, you know hard food uh, your your mouth will burn right mm. <laughs> if the food is really hard or spicy so if you watch something on social media that is you know it's harming you you know it's uh, giving you that negative emotion negative energy it's basically going to you know burn you you know what i mean and uh, if you eat some you know vegetable you know it will keep your body healthy so that's like that in social media if you watch about mindfulness you know uh meditation or you know compassion or uh, uh you know service to other people uh, so all these things it depends you know what you watch on uh, social media but you know yeah you do see you know in social media all this happy stuff right basically mm. people on vacation people smiling and uh, yes. it's like uh it's like a, you know a, a movie right like a indian movie too and you know <laughs> when we watch the indian movie from beginning to the ending you know we see people very happy and you know uh people tend to ask like you know why you know why can uh, you know my relationship uh, can be like this or like that you know they do yeah, start to compare yeah. you right about that i noticed that yeah. <laughs> then you know i always tell people that you know don't judge a book by its cover you know correct you can't judge a book by its cover you have to you know read the book just like you know when we go to market right mm-hmm. when we go to market you know do we just look at uh, uh, you know some fruit and do we just buy it no we don't right we oh. we take a fruit we we look at it you know we taste it you know we see how good it is right mm-hmm. yeah so just like that you have to once again you know analyze the situation you know you can't just judge a book by its cover you have to basically you know uh, know that uh, look at the situation uh, that i have mentioned earlier again you know from morning to night and before going night time you know even though these people on social media might look happy even celebrities right you know yeah yeah if, yeah you hear on the news a lot a lot of celebrities are you know going through overdose drugs all yeah, yeah, problems yeah. and lots of suicide too right so you yeah. see them smiling on social media you see them smiling on you know uh, a movie so why are they going through you know mental illness suffering why are mm. they uh, not unhappy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that something you know you have to analyze the situation again you know and uh, so those are the things you have to you know analyze 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 again 
Mm-hmm. And I think one of the main problem is that you know we judge uh, once again look only from one direction again the analytical mm-hmm. uh, mindfulness training you have to look from different situations you know north south east and west you know what I mean so you have to look from different angles of situations and you know I think there are two types of happiness mm-hmm. uh, one happiness is uh, self centered happiness you know the egoistic thing Yes, self-service happens because you know you want to just service for yourself. Mm-hmm. You want the best clothes, you want the best cars, you want the best picture on social media, you want the best job, you want the most money. And uh, you know those you know might be temporary happiness but these to you know greed, ego and uh then your negative emotion increases and anxiety and you become lonely and you feel depressed, you know. Mhm. And then the second happiness is service Uh, to others you know uh being respectful for uh, to your parents to your wife to your husband to your kids showing them compassion and that you know going to work you know uh you know if it's busy at work you know helping your coworkers what can you do to help them you know and uh those are the things that I think you have to differentiate you know even though in social media you see you know people smiling people have a lot of money but in reality you have to know that uh, these people are so called you know celebrities are going through a lot of problems yeah, yeah. alcohol addiction drug mm. addiction mm-hmm. even a lot of suicide too now yeah so that is a proof that you know uh, only a smile on the face on the social media doesn't mean they're happy 24/7 <laughs> correct correct that is a, that is a, yeah i, I totally yeah, agree with this being, yeah. yes they are human being just like us you know they have happiness and they have suffering too so i think that's the main important thing once again you know you have to analyze the situation look from different angles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so jumpa uh, this sums up all of the those questions and another one question i have is that you know a guy said to me that you know i'm physically very fit i'm going to exercise i'm just doing gymming thing every day my body is pretty much healthy so how can i healthy guys suffer from this kind of issue it's quite impossible uh basically you know uh going to gym you're exercising you know all these things you know are basically you're taking care of your physical health but when was the last time did you exercise your mind mm-hmm. you know so those are the things you have to uh, think about it you know for myself too you know before i used to go to gym you know work out go jogging take care of physical health but you know once again when was the last time you know uh, did we exercise our mind mm-hmm. so you know physical health exercise uh, only it's not enough you know having this human physical body you know uh, we need to have a uh, a good physical health right mm-hmm. and uh, to have a good physical health you have to exercise and you have to have you know cl- close to where food to eat uh, shelter and for that you need a job and a little bit of you know financial money and then you know uh, also we have to understand that we have this thing called human mind and uh, the only way one of the ways to exercise your mind is uh, through mindfulness uh, training or meditation or analytical uh, whatever you want to call it so that's why you know having a physical healthy it's not enough you need to have mindfulness practice of a combination you know as I mentioned earlier you know the the way we walk is on our two feet you know mm-hmm. if you, the one feet represents our physical health the other feet represents our mental health mm-hmm. if you only have you know physical health you're missing that other feet so 
you know you might be falling all the time so you need both feet to be able to walk and uh, uh, that being said the two feet represent uh, one mental health and one physical health so i think you need balance of both uh, to be able to stay healthy and also you know a lot of now uh, medical doctors uh, have done research they're saying uh, too much uh, anxiety too much worry too much anger too much stress is eating our immune system yeah it's increasing our blood pressure mm-hmm. it's increasing you know a risk of having a heart attack mm-hmm. and also you know it, it is one of the causes of having a cancer mm-hmm. so that being said you know a uh, mental health is very important you know if you don't take care of your mental health uh, most likely your physical health uh, will also uh, have some issues because they are uh, interconnected so we have to understand it it is very very uh, important to take care of your uh, not only your physical health but also take care of your uh, mental health mm-hmm. so jumpa uh, what is the you know i'll just uh, do a wrap up with uh, these all sort of questions what is the biggest impact you want to have it on the world that you are trying to do from your end and how would you be that uh, how would you manage all these things because uh, we are talking about this thing mindfulness we are talking about the meditation part as well but you know still we see that people only come to it when they feel the necessity for it you know until unless you felt that you know uh, you were up, up to a point that you were very much going through the mental issues then only you were lo- you looked up after it because previous to that you were you know surrounded by people who were monks i believe you were in from a tibetan family buddhism was there all around it but you never just you know took that interest to look into it and you never took any initiative to practice it at that at that time so how would you just take up on this thing as well so yeah basically you know i believe uh, you know uh, there's always going to be you know a uh, suffering in our world you know uh, suffering is part of our life you know mm-hmm. and uh, uh, there is uh, uh, there is no such uh, you know thing you know ending uh, mental illness it is very you know hard to do mm-hmm. but i truly believe you know uh, from my own uh, my own story uh, from myself you know uh, being that uh, life is very short you know and i feel that in this short life you know at least i can help someone you know with my book with my own story at least if i can touch you know someone's life uh, so that way they can benefit from it you know and i believe just like that uh, a drip of water you know there's saying a drip of water makes a waterfall right mm-hmm. so basically you know it it takes time and i believe you know uh, we all you know being a human being you know a humanity family you know being humanity brothers and sisters i believe uh i have a, we have a strong you know responsibility to uh, help each other and make this uh, world a better place you know and i think it will take some time and uh and i know the uh, uh right now uh, a lot of uh, school professors are also meeting with uh, you know his holiness the 14th dalai lama mm-hmm. right they're yeah. trying to come up with a you know a school education basically about you know uh mindfulness and meditation and mental health in our world so mm-hmm. i think that will have a huge impact you know having that uh, uh education system in our school having the subject because once i i mentioned earlier again you know uh the two you know uh, uh resources we get our education is from 
our parents and from our schools so i think if we have this system of you know uh, you know not touching you know religion or not touching you know faith but you know mainly about you know mindfulness how to train your mind you know i think uh, if we have that in a school system i think it will help a lot you know and you know uh, from myself you know the school system that we follow right now it is basically you know uh, created invented just like people like us right Yeah. and you know the books that we read is just made from us mm-hmm. so that being said you know uh, everything that we go through right now that we use is basically invented from our own mind yeah and then for myself i believe you know i invented you know this my own book too you know so i believe uh, i will try my best to help you know many people as possible but uh, you know helping the whole world 7 billion human being i think it's really uh, hard to say but you know at least if i can touch you know 1% 2% that's like a million people right so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or even 100 people or 200 people so it, it doesn't matter so i think you know yeah, as long as we touch one people i think it can you know have effect to everybody so i think that's uh, one of my main things my purpose is uh, of this uh, from this book is to help uh, share other people about mental health by you know sharing my own reality stories so i believe uh, this can help people you know I'm not just saying I read I heard from people or you know I found this resource you know this is just organic you know my own life story how I overcame my own mental illness so I believe uh, I can help you know many people as possible with my story yeah because because uh, uh, you know uh, recently I uh, when I was just going deep into this mindfulness thing so I just read across that you know there are world's famous scientists that you know they're approaching uh for instance alai lama and you know many other monks as well they are doing the brain research that it is it is possible it is it has been pro- proven that it is possible to get rid of all of your mental sufferings without going to anyone just by basic practice of mindfulness it is it is proven now but i i think that people need to be more aware about it people need to be you know, just get into this thing it, it it's it's not something that you need to practice for one hour a day or two hours a day it's nothing like that just small with baby steps as you were talking about so just 10 minutes a day in the morning and in the evening and in the any any time in the mid that you can take out the time okay so uh, jampa uh, you know where can people find you you know if they want to approach you if they want to have a conversation with you? how can they approach you what are your social media profiles would you just like to you know just give a quick uh, sure i do have my uh, you know facebook uh, under my name and mm-hmm. uh, uh so you can you know uh keep in touch on my facebook and uh konal have my facebook information yeah and I'll, i also I'll be have it. my okay and i also have my youtube channel uh that i have shared uh, some of my uh mindfulness uh, uh meditation under my name as well mm-hmm. uh, yes yeah, so i have some videos uh how to help uh, how to overcome your anxiety and your uh, mental illness mm-hmm. and uh, those are the main things and also i have my book on amazon if you're interested uh, in reading uh, that can give you some uh, uh, resources uh, also so those are my main thing and i do have my own uh, website as well too that has some information mm-hmm. that's pretty much sums up so uh, thank you jampa thank you for taking out your time to address this is you know very crucial thing that we are just having conversation right now thank you so much and i wish you a very mindful living 
in coming future and just keep on inspiring people and keep on you know just doing your compassionate work work that the world really needs right now and i think you're doing really 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 very good. thank you so much kunal i really appreciate and i really appreciate what you are doing too so keep continue on your journey and uh, hopefully you know we can help uh, you know uh, share this resource and the importance of mental health and mindfulness uh, to all our humanity brothers and sisters out there uh, uh, to have a you know a better uh, inner peace and a better peaceful uh, life thank you thank you so much amma thank you thank you for now thank you take care